So I'd like to talk about acceptance, um, living ageless and acceptance. Um, I'm trying, back in 1991, um, my mom died. Myself being the youngest of four at the age of 36, she left, she died. She had me at 36 on Labor Day. And um, like she used to say, it really was Labor Day because at 36 years old, giving birth, it was rough. And my dad passed away like six months later. Um, again, I thought I was, I was able to just continue on. Um, I had two sons at that time, and one was in six and one was in 12, so I promised both of them um, graduation parties. So I had to stay true to that, which was only a few days after my mom had passed. And um, so I had the mask on. It was, I was getting used to wearing that darn thing anyway, just watching it get bigger and wider and Oh, I don't even want to think about it. But anyhow, so I put on a happy face. I still had, you know, they decided one wanted this for their party and the food and one wanted that. So I had to honor what I, you know, had planned to do for them, for their, you know, for their uh, graduations. And my dad was diagnosed with cancer before my mom. So when my mom died before him, it was really a shocker because I didn't see that coming. And so I, it took me a minute to process that. It's like when I received the phone call from my niece and she was like, you know, grandma fell down and I don't know what's happening. And so I just ran. I ran to the car. My sons were outside playing basketball. And they were like, Mom, where are you going? And I just ran. I was just running to the car. So they ran and they caught up with me and they got in the car. And, well, of course, when, when I got there, my mother's brain was hemorrhaging. And it was just, and she just died in my arm. I, I just gave her promises, things that I planned on doing that we used to talk about. And, you know, I just really asked my mom to let go and let God because I could see she was trying to fight through it. And she was just going to have no quality of life. Uh, like she used to always say, don't let me become a, sl a stale uh, slice of bread, hard on the outside and soft in the inside. And what she was saying was, don't let them put her on those machines and breathing machines or whatever they do. Um, so, you know, we we all decided not to do that with my mom. But, you know, one of us didn't agree. So because it was the one with the power of attorney, they put her on the machine. And by law, she had to be on there for at least 24 hours. So within 24 hours, I told my other um, sisters and brother, Let's just take her off. And so at that moment, I called the hospital and told them, you know, stop all medication. And 
we would go but go to the hospital when they stopped everything and they were gonna pull the plug and you know just kind of stood there and in my mind it was like seeing her die a second time because when they pulled the plug she flatlined in like looked like seconds so you know it was a second time me seeing her die in 24 hours um and then my dad you know he he passed you know his 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 leaving was harder because he had been diagnosed with something so he had been battling that for a while and so six months later he he passed and I remember I went to work like everything was fine and you know I had accepted everything this is this is what was supposed to happen and I couldn't change it you know and I had to learn how to accept it and so I was accepting it you know I was going to corporate America and I'm wearing my little suits and you know uh my little spectator shoes. I'm just doing the corporate America thing. And um, I don't know how, but there was this young lady that used to work in the office with me. And she looked, she said, she was deaf. She said, oh, you are white. And I said, why did you ask? I'm fine. Which I had a habit of turning to the side to whisper because she was deaf, but what I didn't realize, she could read lips better from the side. Okay, that's a whole nother story. But, and she asked me, she said, because, and I didn't even realize, because I had accepted everything. She said, you've been wearing your hair in a ponytail for a year. I did not know a whole year had passed. That, I'm sure that I was doing everything right, but I was, automatic propelled to do what I had to do every day, get up, you know, go to work, this, that, come home, you know, take care of the kids, homeworks, you know, school. And I think I was just automatically moving. But in my mind and in that ego that I always say, take a back seat and shut that whatever up, you know, but in my mind, I had accepted everything, and I was good. I was fine. You know, I was able to handle this. And when she said that, that's when I really realized, okay, there's a disconnection here. I have not accepted the fact that both of my parents left six months apart. And so in that I had to understand, overstand the importance of accepting things. Don't, some things you just cannot change and we have to find ways to bring closure. And sometimes if you're dealing with a difficult individual, it's find ways to bring closure for yourself. If it's just accepting, this is what it is. And so that you can move on. Being trapped in your head is just a nightmare, you know, and even me being trapped in my head saying I accepted everything. I accepted the fact that my parents were gone when in reality I felt like, oh, God, I'm being punished for something. I don't even know what I'm being punished for, you know, that I became an orphan at 36. Okay, I didn't see that coming. 
you know, and then, you know, moving, moving forward. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people my age. Yes, I'm a baby boomer. Um, they're dealing with what to do or what are the next steps with their parents right now. And so that's a challenge in it, in and of itself, um, trying to find the best place to put their parents. Um, should they live with them? You know, should they put them in, in assisted living? Um, should they have a nurse? You know, so I don't know. As I look back and in hindsight, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. You know, maybe, you know, that it happened at a younger age. But now, you know, I don't know if I would be able to make some of those hard decisions that a lot of my friends are having to make right now um, with their parents. And um, and I'm just speaking for myself. You know, I, I, acceptance is just what it is. It's acceptance. I, I do miss the, the mother days and the father days and all those days that I did not have with them. But, um, it, you know, it was, it was just over. And I think with the pandemic, the reflections are that, you know, we have to get things right in like less time because who knows what tomorrow brings. A lot of people are not making it to tomorrow. And um, we keep thinking that this time is just never going to catch up with us, but we have to accept that time is moving faster. I think like nanoseconds, it's just faster. So, you know, my... Talk is about acceptance, and it's so important to do that. So I'm going to close with saying, Graham this. And if you get a chance, go to my blog, which is Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y-D-E-P-O-T dot com. Thank you.